today. Uh, I texted you yesterday and told we were going to talk about entrepreneurship. Yeah. Have you been thinking about it? Yeah, but before we get into the topic, do you just want to say anything? I mean... Well, just in case you want to, like, say what's on your mind before we get into today's topic. What's on my mind? Yeah. It's mostly entrepreneurship. Is it? Like, uh, just trying to build wealth and stuff like that. Just, like, different things that I've been working on this week and um, taking in stuff, actually. Um, I, uh, I bought a, a, a live stream from Grant Cardone. It's actually on right now. Um, live stream? For people who don't know what that is, can you explain that? Cause so, I, don't, I don't know what that is. So Grant Cardone, um, he's a real estate investor. Um, he is like a, a billionaire, and uh, he basically teaches people how to invest in real estate as he actively invests in real estate. Um, he has a system and um, and how to talk to people and how to get better deals and how to like figure out things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then basically, he just he just teaches people. And usually, his his classes are like two thousand dollars uh, for his courses. <laughs> and this time, uh, he gave it away for a hundred. So I went ahead and bought it. It's a three day thing: Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I watched a little bit of it yesterday, but I had to work. Obviously, you saw that. Yeah, I saw that. When you, when I, yeah, did I Facetimed you. Yeah, you Facetimed me, or I Facetimed you. Um, but. Uh, so I'm on there, and it's basically exercises, takes notes, um, it's telling you how to like ask questions, how to get answers, uh, and it throws you into this like group where you like talk to this group and stuff like that, and uh, you basically get yourself a little bit exposed to like interacting with people. Um, uh, like yesterday, I, I explained to them like I'm, I'm not a sales guy. I don't really do sales. I'm more of like a production guy. The reason I got this is because I'm trying to learn more about sales and grow my company exponentially. Uh, so we can become extremely profitable and I can, you know, uh, follow my dreams. Um, but also, like, it, it goes into sales, it goes into, like, real estate, goes into marketing. It goes into all these different categories. It's a three-day thing. It's a lot of information um, to uh, take in. But it's good information. And I want uh, to, like, kind of expand my um, knowledge in the field of real estate, basically. Um, I've been doing a lot of research and just trying to uh, figure out how to get into real estate and how to make it so it's a long-term thing instead of a short-term thing, right? Because with real estate, there's two two sections. You can get short-term wealth, like you can you can basically flip houses within a month and make thousands of dollars, right? Yeah. Um, and there's long-term wealth where it's like you know it's money up front and it's a bunch of money over time and your you uh, your wealth is based on the appreciation of the house and you pay down your loan. Um, so I, I've been looking more towards the second option, uh, just because you know I'm trying to I'm trying to become a millionaire by age 30. And how old are you right now? 23. 23. Yeah. Yeah, seven years, everyone. Seven years to make. I, I can millionaire. I can 100% do that. You know. Um, AKA he's gonna play the lottery every week. <clears throat> no, I'm not gonna play lottery. But this is what I'm doing, right? <laughs> so um, my first house, I'm actually going to stop becoming a. Um, a uh, tenant in an apartment complex and stuff like that. I'm gonna buy my own house. I'm gonna buy it with an FHA loan. For those of you who don't know what FHA loan is, it's um, a loan that you can put three and a half percent down, and you have to live in the house for a year, and then you can rent it out. So that's exactly what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna buy a house, live in it for a year. I'm gonna buy it, and I'm gonna fix some things up. You know, obviously I can't afford uh, a shit ton of like of a crazy expensive house. So buy a house with some problems on it, live in it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, um, you know, redo it, make it livable, and then buy another house at the end of the year. And uh, I might live in that one, or I might still live in the same one. Um, but I'm gonna definitely rent out one of those. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm just gonna constantly keep doing this thing over and over again every year. Right? Buy another house and I rent it out. Buy another house, rent it out. The thing with that is, you want to buy at below market value. Okay. So if your house is 
worth 150, I want to buy it for 125 or 100,000. So I have $50,000 in equity that I immediately get in wealth building. So I'll take my my uh, my my uh, my worth, my net worth from zero dollars or you know a little bit above zero dollars to fifty thousand just by that, just by buying a house, right? And then every year you're going to pay down your loan. So every year your wealth goes up, right? And then also every year your house appreciates in value. So then your wealth goes up even more. The whole the whole purpose of this is you know it's not to build wealth right now. It's not to build you know I don't want I don't want to buy a Lamborghini right now. I don't want to buy all these things. It's a right long term now. game. It's a long term game. So you know I can you know my goal is to at least have ten to twelve houses uh, by the time I'm thirty. We'll see if that works. Probably not going to be like that. No, realistically speaking. Realistically speaking, I'm probably going to own like five. Four to five. Four to five. Yeah. Um, so I mean, but that's still enough to if I if I play it smart, if I buy you know once I buy like this hundred thousand dollar house, I can move up to like four hundred thousand dollar houses and so on and so forth, and I can build my my worth of that. So when I say worth, right, it's not like oh I buy you know two five hundred thousand dollar houses and I'm worth a million dollars. No, you if you sell those houses, you don't get a million dollars, right? It's whatever you don't own on the houses. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So, like, if you buy a house for, uh, if the house is worth five hundred thousand, you buy it for three hundred thousand, you have a two hundred thousand net worth now. Because if you sell that house, you have two hundred thousand dollars cash, right? So that's what it is about. It's not about, um, you know, making money now. And as you like, you uh, um, you're an accountant, right? Yeah. So you should understand that, like, if you do sell that house. You have to pay taxes on that house, right? Of course. If you make any net gain off that house, you have to pay taxes on that house, right? So, but if you don't, then you keep your wealth. And there's ways around it where you don't even have to pay taxes on it. If you do get cash, you just got to play it right, right? And that's why I haven't learned yet is how to play it right. I Wait, just, so you just need to know like all the tax codes and everything yeah, like that? I need, or, I need to know, understand like the tax. I could, I could give you a tax book. I'm right. letting, I'm letting you know it's kind of it's kind of big. I, I I believe it. It's just uh, the numbers is gonna be a little differently though. Yeah, I don't think I want to learn the taxes. I think I want to hire somebody to learn. Taxes. I think you just need to know the basics though. The basic. I know the basics mostly. I know write offs and you know like tax benefits and like. <laughs> but you, like you, you, don't, you don't. You just want to learn the. You don't want to learn the complex. I don't want to learn complex. I want to be able to hire somebody and be like, listen, I need the best tax return on this as much as possible so i don't have to pay a lot in taxes right because i want to get richer i don't want to, have to pay a lot of money in so how's your business doing when you do business outside of the state though what do you mean oh uh, because i know because do you pay taxes out of state though no i pay in state taxes in state taxes so let's say you do business like in north carolina do you pay their taxes no i pay uh ohio taxes but you're doing business out there, though. Yeah, but we're based in Ohio, so it's like we can we can sell other things. But you live inside of an area and like inside of a county, and you have to pay those county taxes. And I get a thing called a vendor's license, so that mm-hmm. means I don't have to pay taxes on every item I buy. So you like tax exempt? Uh, yeah, I'm tax exempt. But tax exempt. For those of you who don't understand what tax exempt is, tax exempt is you're not exempt from all taxes. You just you pay when you pay. Like you you get to choose when you pay taxes. So you be quarterly. You can be annually, whatever you decide to want, you want to pay taxes. Yeah, there's a little more to that though. But yeah, it's all good. But it's it's roughly around that, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I also get a lot of tax write offs, so I have tax benefits because I have a vendor's license. <laughs> so it's it's cool in that aspect. But yeah, um, yeah, you you pay 
wherever you're based out of, that's where you pay. Real estate, if you're based out of like Ohio and you buy real estate in like California, I don't really know how that is. I think you pay California tax too. Do you? Because you actually own property there. Yeah, that's probably, that makes more sense. Um, but yeah, that's that's my goal right now. That's what I've been like really diving into again. I, I dived and dove into this um, a while back a lot. Mm-hmm. I know a decent amount. It's just like I need to actually start doing shit and stop like making fictional stories inside my head. Like, oh yeah, I'm going to do this and this. I'm going to actually do this. And um, to the people who don't believe that I'm going to, I'm going to show them that I am. And for those of them that don't believe I'm going to be a millionaire by the age of 30, I will show them that I am. And... The thing is, is like I think they think like, oh, you're you're a millionaire, so you're gonna have all these fancy things. No, I'm not. The only fancy thing I'm gonna have is my GTR, and that's it. I'm gonna have a fucking, <laughs> I'm gonna have a humble house. And I'm gonna have a GTR. That's like. What, what do you mean be. by a humble house? Like, oh, I don't want a huge house. So like, a, let's say like a normal average house. Yeah. That, okay. I want three bed, two bath. He wants a ten car garage, everyone. And a ten car garage connected to it. <laughs> <laughs> With his one car, he wants to have different spaces for it. Too. Yeah, exactly. Every angle. Yeah. So when it when it's like a little photo op, it's different every time. <laughs> yeah, honestly. But like, I like cars. I really do. You know, and I want to own like a GTR is my like main car. Mm-hmm. I want to own a lot of cars. I want to own like you know, I want to have a, a, a inventory kind of right. You want inventory of different cars though. Yeah, I like cars a lot. I like okay. like old cars, new cars, luxury cars, exotic cars. I like all these cars, right? Uh, but GTR is kind of like my like I want this main for myself yeah. kind of you know. Other ones is like I like these, but I don't really need these, you know. But like we'll see how it goes. Um, but you know, I want to get into real estate, and I, eventually I want to buy like fucking, I want to buy like three hundred. Um, apartment complexes and fucking make money off of that. Like, I want to get, I want to get big, right? I want to go up there. I want to fucking just expand as much as I can. Um, so you really want to take the risk then? Because yeah. All right. So back to the topic of entrepreneurship. I think you kind of going like, kind of go off topic. Well, it's still entrepreneurship. Okay. Yeah, but it's hundred percent entrepreneurship. Yeah, because I mean, I think it's my turn to speak now. You've been talking for a while. A while. I've been talking for ten minutes. He's been talking for 10 minutes. I'm just saying. <laughs> so my view on entrepreneurship is, is like, I think it's something that you personally need to go through it. Like, I literally have a textbook on how, like, entrepreneurship, like one of those McGraw-Hill textbooks you get in school. Mm-hmm. It's literally the most cut and paste goodness, like, you know how they ch- try to sugarcoat everything? Mm-hmm. It's literally one of those. Where it's just like, oh, like, because you hear two stories about it. You say, like, oh, Entrepreneurship, people usually fail within five years. They say, like, in the book was just like, oh, entrepreneurship, like, people fail because they don't, you know, they don't, I don't know, this is some bull- they just say some bullshit in there. Like, you could usually make it in five years and everything like that. Just people, you, they just give up all the time. I'm just like, okay. But if you stick it out for five years, you're automatically successful. Like, they use the term automatically, though. I think the I- term's, like, very <clears throat> skewed. I mean, I could bring in the book. I still have it at my house. I think, I think the book seems irrelevant, you know? It is irrelevant because, like, as long as you know four aspects of business, which is, like, accounting, obviously, because that's the language of business mm-hmm. all around. You need to know finance because you need to know, like, some formulas and, like, <laughs> ratios. That's, like, the main math skill you need to know. You need to know marketing because, you know, you need to know, like, what you need to do, like, how you're going to target your market and then what to do, create that customer value. And then operations, leading to know, like, pretty much how do you operate? Can you take some stuff away? What's causing some, like, um, what's causing, like, a slowdown period? What's the bottleneck? What is the constraint and all that? I'm listening. Okay. Like, what is all that? 
and then <clears throat> and then somewhere in that, I throw in some human resources as well. So you know, like, are you operating within code of conduct and everything like that? Yeah. Can I see on this? Yeah. So I will have to disagree on a lot of those. On what? On like the other aspects besides creating. Now you don't really need to know. Like all these like taxes. And well, you don't that. know the tax. I just need to know like the fundamentals of it. At least the fundamentals. Fundamentals. I feel like yes. I don't think you need to go into textbooks. I think you, you just don't need know a the textbook idea. Yeah, like as long as you know like the fundamentals of like oh like what is like like do you know like what's the payback period? If I put this much down and keep earning this. What do I get back in yeah. return? See, my my vision is or like how you like how are you gonna finance this as well? Yeah. At least. See, like this is my vision, right? So an entrepreneurship entrepreneur in my eyes is the envisioner. He, yeah, he, he's a visionary. He, yeah. Like, okay, he's a captain of the ship. This goes. He hires people to take over those parts yeah. and control those areas, and he is specifically just for making the brand stand out. And he's part of just like the creative, and everyone else is part of the logistics. Mm-hmm. So that's how you like you have a pyramid, right? You have the CEO or the fucking entrepreneur in the top, and you have mm-hmm. the, the admins in the bottom. And then you have you know your workers who just do all the products and stuff like that. <laughs> right? So the person up top goes, "I want this done." The people on the bottom go, "How do we get this done?" And the people on the uh, on the bottom bottom go, "We need to get this done." So it's like it's like a step system. Like you don't really need like. Me, for an entrepreneur, I don't really need to know HR. I hire somebody to know HR. They understand the whole process. They explain the whole process. I don't need no accounting. I can hire someone like you who does, does accounting for me, right? My vision is like, okay, I don't like how this looks. We need to change it. Okay, okay but like HR, like, I think when, when when you think of HR, do you think of it as like, oh, you're doing that because that's not our code of conduct, right? Yeah. What happens if I just skew HR is like, okay, here's our mission statement. Here's what we believe in. Go with this mission statement as well. Yeah. I mean, like, we can give a brief idea of, like, what yeah. we're trying to stand for. Yeah, that's like, kind of, that's, that's like that, HR a little bit, though. Yeah, but enforcing that, it's like, I'm not going to do that. You're not going to do that? That's like, I'm hiring you. I'm so what happens you. if, like, I catch you, like, not doing what we, like, stand for at that? I'm the CEO. You're going to be like, oh, we're just going to be like... But I won't because you won't, as an entrepreneur, you need to have a clear idea of what you want. And if you don't, then you don't need to be in business. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you just go back and forth all the time, then you need to mm-hmm. re-evaluate. Do a, yeah, reevaluate your goals. Like, mm-hmm. You know? Because, like, you are the company. Like, for me, infinite, I am infinite. And whatever I do is infinite. And I need to understand that. And I need to do, I need to create infinite, like I wouldn't want to buy infinite, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, something Grant Cardone said the other day was, you are your company, you buy what your company produces. If you produce something that you wouldn't even buy, no one's gonna buy it. Of course. Right? So it's like, you have to keep that in mind. You have to keep your mission statement in head. If you lose track of it, you need to come back. That's why like journaling, meditation, all these things are good because you know we are human, we get off track. We go, man, this is too fucking hard. I'd rather sit and watch the fucking, you know, Supernatural and eat Doritos all day, <laughs> you know? But, like, we're also human in an aspect where we get, we get inspired and we want to go do something. So, it's like, how much can you do by yourself? Kind That's of thing, true. You know? So, I mean, if you're if you're an entrepreneur that goes back and forth all the time, you need to really, really evaluate your, your goals and priorities over anything, you know? Because, like, if HR sees me, I'm, I'm going to tell HR what I want and I'm going to stick to that. 100%. And if you are a CEO or whatever, like we have a bunch of these CEOs that take over big businesses mm-hmm. and destroy them because they don't have their morals and values in the check. I mean, I do believe you are right. But then again, I feel like as long as you have the right team around you, then yeah. everything will fall in line with it. It's just trial and error and building the right That's team. That's true. Because you know? like, I think a book I read 
during like when I was taking an HR class. It was a book called Traction by Gina Wickman. Mm. It's like literally Law of Attraction. No, it's just Traction. Okay. You could look. I could rent. I could give it to you though, like lend it to you. It's basically how like when you're like an entrepreneur, like you know how people don't go that extra step. It's a way of just saying like here's how you proceed with that and here's how you gain traction throughout time. It was it's kind of like HR a little bit. Okay. So it does teach you like oh like here's how you hire the right people. Here's how you like that's that's good to have. I think like, that HR like perspective mm-hmm. hiring that's good. Like here's how you put the people in the right seats. Here's how you like talk with your team. Here's how you like envision this with using a balanced scorecard and everything like that. Rather than using uh, you know profit loss statement to make your judgment because profit mm-hmm. loss is just based on like historical cost mm-hmm. and the balance scorecard is like here's what we're trying to do like we're doing this along the way yeah when I read that book everything was just like kind of started becoming a little more clear to me about that about like HR and then like how to manage and stuff like that so I really I highly recommend you read that because that's how I like got the HR mind spec. Rather than just like, oh, HR, they're just the police, man. Yeah. <laughs> That's when I first view HR. Like, yeah, they're just the police. Make sure you're doing your shit correctly. Yeah. But there's like a little bit more behind it. And that's what I got. I feel like it depends on who you hire as an HR, you know? Mm-hmm. Just like if they have like this police mentality where like they're just going to run shit, then that's what they're going to do, right? And I feel like that's what a lot of companies do. They just kind of hire people for HR. And then HR kind of acts like the police of the building. That's true. I mean, you got to know like who you're hiring with it too because you have like director of human resources is like okay he's the overseer then you have the talent acquisition people who like try to find new prospects and everything like that try to make sure they fall in line with your core values and like the mission like what you believe in and then we have the compensation benefits and everything like that where like oh you could probably go here's what we have this is where you you know you do your little retirement fund too where the dollar cents of the dollar, like, I don't know, that, your retirement plan. Yeah. And then all as well as, like, the vision plan, too, dental and all that. And then we have another one who's just, like, audits yeah. stuff. Yeah. Also, I want to, can we talk about, like, retirement plans? Because we talked about this before. We, yeah, we, I think we brief, briefly touched it on it. Yeah. It's like, we, I think we both had different views. Uh-huh. Did, you have, did you believe in the retirement plan? <sighs> you know what I mean by believe? Like, do you think it's a good investment? I mean, yeah, well, it depends. If you just want to, like, have a stable, stable job. I mean, I do believe you should have some money set to aside for your retirement. Yeah. If you know. Just like a, yeah, I do believe in it then. I'm going to just say I believe in it. Why do you think people, like, if you were to tell people mm-hmm. that, you know. Okay. So, teaching people, this is where I think the, the company is fucked up. And not the company, the world has fucked up. Is because we taught people to, you know, put aside the paychecks every every so often, mm-hmm. and they kind of get this retirement plan. Either if they invest in the stocks, or if the company matches it, so on and so forth. Right? Like, my eyes is like I will probably never get a retirement plan, <laughs> just for a simple fact of I know I can build my retirement plan. Right? With real estate, like for me, you know, I rather I can invest three and a half thousand dollars, right, and buy an asset worth Mm $130,000 that's going to appreciate over time at 7% and is going to make me richer every single year because I pay down the loan. To me, that sounds like a better retirement plan. And especially if I buy below market value, I can get immediate 
$50,000 just by buying the place. Immediate, right? So to me, that seems like a better ROI than a retirement plan. And I think this is where the our schooling system has failed us in the financial department because most people look at the retirement plan as a safe way to do it, right? Everyone wants like comfort and security. And like retirement plans are good, yes, but like if you're only making $10 to $15 an hour and you're putting aside a paycheck every week, you have to work your entire life at this company until you retire and then you have to take out this portion and it's just basically you're getting what you took out of your paycheck in the first place. And it's like, to me, that just doesn't seem worth it. I'd rather get my full paycheck save the money I want to save, invest that money into a, a house and use that as my piggy bank that builds interest way more than a bank would give you, way more than a, uh, was a CPA, is that what it is, the interest one? CPA? What, what, what bank do you have like gives you interest? What bank do I have right now? No, not bank, what, what account do you have that you put all your money into to earn interest? I have a CD right now. CD, yeah. CD is a small term. Yeah. A smart term. Exactly. But like people won't put all their money in and just leave it to gain like, you know, more, yeah, uh, more interest. 1% interest, yeah. less than a percent interest. And they just go, yeah, that's pretty good. For me, like I have a, a bank account that I get eight, um, 0.8% interest rate uh, monthly on my whatever money is in it, right? And like to me, I'd rather take all that money out because I'm not using it, right? Take all that money out and buy a property that's going to appreciate over time and I can have tenants in to pay down my mortgage and make profit, right? Called cash flow. Mm-hmm. Each month I get $200, $300 from each property. Also, they're paying down my loan. So every year my net worth goes up, right? And then I also, um, the house appreciates, right? And to me, that seems way better than a retirement plan. Wouldn't you say? I mean, yeah, but I think it's a safe way because, you know, let's take the average person, you know, who don't want to, you know, they say like, oh, I want to make it big. But, yeah, they don't really do anything. Mm-hmm. You know, they talk all this stuff. They're mostly a talker. Put it on social media and still work the same job every single week. So, of course, I'm going to recommend just get like, yeah, just open that up because overall you ain't really doing anything. Yeah. So that's where it kind of goes that hand. I just wish people would understand how easy, easy it is. It's just like, it's risk, right? It's it's, yeah. it's not even really risk. If you know how the fuck to do it and you actually pay attention to the numbers, it's not that Yeah, but risk. like, let's say like they want to invest like their money in the, like, the harder money. And you know, we say, yeah, there's a potential risk in like losing this. They're not gonna do it. Like, I don't want to waste like my $50,000 in that. Even though he said there's like a small percentage of risk in there, like I think that's where they, like their mindset is is like I might lose all this. I'm not gonna do anything with this. That's I know that that's just a bad mindset to have, and I know. But I you know, a have, lot a lot yeah. of people have that. So of course, like oh, let me just take this safe way out, put my money in here, and then when I'm like 59 or 60, somewhere about to retire, I take it out. Yeah, it's just oh, fuck. I just, I wish so. It's basically on your philosophy of what you believe in money. <laughs> Like, do you want to take the risk and high reward, or you want to play it safe? You know you're gonna get it, but you're gonna get it down the oh, road. God, that would thank Shadow again. I knew it was going to. I looked at the time. I was like, oh, it's about to do it. I already fucking know. Um, I mean, like, yes, I agree. So it's just like 
So I think you're just using your perspective as just I am. evaluating is just like, yeah, it's a wrong decision. But if you got to take your decision and your and then other people's like how they interact, then that's where you make the critical thinking analysis on. I that. just never. I, I also have I me thinking like this has only been within the last two years, right? Mm-hmm. It's just I don't think people are trying to figure out ways to make more money, right? Most people just. Like they complain about not having enough money. They go fuck Jeff Bezos, fuck Elon Musk, fuck all these people, <laughs> right? And like it's like why why are you saying fuck them when you could literally be making as much as them? And no one goes, everyone goes, no, I can't. I can't make a billion dollar company, bro. You can make a billion dollar company if you actually invested and said fuck it. If I lose, I fucking lose, and I don't give a fuck. Like, I'm putting my life on the line here, right? <laughs> That's what like if you're not, if you're not afraid of death, you're gonna make decisions that are gonna benefit you. Right, yeah. not benefit anybody else. That's gonna benefit you. You know that's true. But then again, let's take a take accountability. A lot of people always want to take the fun route rather than the hard working route too. I agree. They always want to have like, oh, it's Friday night. I get to go to the bar and hang out with my friends and all that. Rather than like, all right, I don't want. I want to take my time away. Focus on this vision I have, the ten year vision plan I have, and go pursue that. I'd rather go hang out with Alicia at Average Joe's down the street and just get the fucking drunk. Yeah. See, I, I agree with you there. And, like, for me, like, you, like literally, you saw me yesterday. I was at work. I was grinding. I was like, I got to get shit done, dude. Mm-hmm. I got to fucking, I can't miss out, and I'm trying to grow a company, right? Most of my, some of my friends, they get pissed off at me because they go, hey, man, come out. I'm like, nah, man, I got to grind. I got to work. I got to go do this. I got to mm-hmm. work. You know, and then, like, you know, I come home, and it's, like, maybe 11 o'clock at night, and I come home, and I de-stress myself, and I play video games. And they get pissed. <laughs> they go, why are you playing video games? Can't hang out with us. And it's like, no, I'm prioritizing my time. I'm prioritizing time for myself. Like, there's a bunch of, like, little things that go in, and people just don't understand that. And to me, it's like, it's a lazy way out. It's like, you are thinking lazy. And if you tell them, they get pissed. And that's another thing. Like, people need to take criticism a little bit better and realize that people are telling you these things because they see them. Right? Some people are dicks, yeah, you gotta use your best judgment. But like, if I tell you that you're like being lazy and you're fucking up, it's not me attacking you. It's me telling you, hey, like you're you're in a bad area right now. You should, like, if you wanna fix it, you should. Mm-hmm. But most people just get offended and they go, they straight attack you. Like no one can take criticism today. Like if someone told me like, like you no know, for example, someone told me I was getting fat. You know what I did? I lost weight. I was 220, I'm 190 now. <laughs> That's 30 pounds. I fucking lost 30 pounds because someone told me I looked fat. You know what I did? I was like, you know what? I fucking am. Mm-hmm. I am fucking fat. I'm going to lose weight. And guess what I did? I fucking lost the weight. Most people go, you look fat. They go, oh, man, fuck you. And they go eat more Doritos and they fucking cry about it because... Well, that grease. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just so fucking annoying, dude. Like, it's so irritating. It's like, yo, what the fuck? And then they're going to complain about me working so much. And then they're going to complain about not having enough money because... And, you know, for me, I, I, I have money because I distract myself and I don't buy anything. Like, I just... I work all the time and I play video games. I don't buy anything here and there, right? I mean, I do understand, though, Chris. Because, like... Oops. My bad. I think I'm on that work grind, too, because I, I feel like I lost some friends. Because they always say, hey, bro, come hang out with us. I'm working, bro. I can't. And then two days later, hang out with us. I'm working. Man, you always fucking working. I'm like, sorry, dude. I got to make this bread. All right. I understand. And then next thing you know, I'm like, I'll be free one day. Like, hey, bro, hang out. Oh, sorry, bro. I'm, I'm sorry, bro. It's too late now. 
Oh, you, all right, whatever. See, that's petty. That's so know. petty. I wish people would understand, like, hey, like, we're trying to. Because, like, I literally told one of my friends, I'm like, hey, bro, we're in a prime times of our life. This is where we try to make money rather than spending 30s trying to play catch up. Like, I'd rather do it now. Exactly. That's my fucking point right there. People don't understand that. <laughs> people don't understand that I was at like, all. we are in a prime times of our lives. I think 20s is the prime time of your lives. And then when you're 30s, then you start being a little more conservative about what you're doing. And then 40s, you're way more conservative. than 50s, you're, I'm just done. I think the reason why people would mostly do it in the 30s is because they don't have a perspective of time. Mm-hmm. They don't have a perspective of like how fast time goes. Yeah, because yeah, when you're in 30s, basically you have a family already. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you're yeah, if you if you still work at you know Krispy Kreme or McDonald's <laughs> or whatever, by the time you're 30, it's like, okay, that guy, like, what's going on with your life, you know? Like, I, I worked with a guy at Krispy Kreme that was there fucking, like, t- f- 10 years, almost 10 years. And he's still there. You know what I'm talking about. You know exactly what I'm talking about. And he, like, you can just tell. He, you just, he just has his aura around him, like, he is not going to go anywhere. And he acted like a kid, and it's like, he just never grew up, right? And I feel like that's what's, like, what's scary about in this day and age is, like, you know, people like our age, they don't fucking, they don't care. They don't think about these things. All mm-hmm. they want to do is party, have fun, enjoy life, smoke, drink, fucking just not do anything and just work a minimum wage job and call it a day. Because they think that, oh, they're going to live forever. And then they're going to wake up one day and get pissed at us 24. because <laughs> we have money and they don't. And we don't have to work for a living, but they do. And it's like, fuck. Like, they're like, oh my god. Like, man, fuck Wes and Jeremy. Fuck Wes for driving GCR. Fuck Jeremy for, I don't know what Jeremy's doing, driving a Porsche or something. And it's like, fuck them. They have too much money. And it's like, no, we don't really, well, I mean, we have a lot of money, but it's like, we're being smart with our money. And while you guys are out partying when you guys are in your 20s, we were out grinding and trying to get shit done and trying to develop our personality in a way that benefits us instead of a way that benefits themselves. You know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, um, I just think, you know, people need to, if, if they want to grow, there's opportunity to, especially today. Do we have YouTube? You can buy courses. That's a, also another thing. People would love, will go out and spend, you know, fucking, what is it? Like $500 on a new computer, uh, or, uh, $500 on something that they, they don't really need. And instead of going out and investing $500 in themselves. And when I say in themselves, I'm talking about education and talking about knowledge, talking about all these things, right? I just buy a $100 course and I even think about it. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go buy a $600 course and guess what? I'm not even going to think about it. Why? Because I know if I use whatever that person is teaching and I actually put it in perspective, that $600 is going to quadruple 10 times, 20 times, 30 times itself just by the knowledge that it presents. And people don't understand that part and they don't want to buy these parts. And then they want to complain about how they can't get all these, all this stuff and not put in work. It's like, it's basic math. This okay? episode is sponsored by Skillshare. Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly though, like Skillshare is a really good, like really good area. Like you can learn everything. Like I learned graphic design on there, how to create like um, uh, mascot logos. Like you can learn a lot on there. And they have a bunch of different courses on like investing, stocks, real estate. All right, we should stop. We should stop promoting them right now. We're not. We're not. I know, but like, we're not. We're not getting paid by care. them. You know. I don't care. They're just a really good, <laughs> a really good website. You know. Just use YouTube for right now, guys. You should look. Just look up a ten-minute clip. Yeah, I mean, find YouTube. Find a person that you like to do uh, watch and see if they have a course. Mm-hmm. If they have a course, and buy the course. Like, if it's a lot of money, just think about if whatever money that is in there, think about it. Can I make three times as much as this 
just by the information that's in there. Can I? Look up reviews on it. See what's going on. Join their Facebook. Join their Discord. Join their, their group just to see what the results are producing. Yeah. You know, message people that are in a group. Ask them, hey, have you got, uh, you know, is this a good quality thing? They're going to be honest with you. You know, they're not sponsored by them. They bought the courses like everybody else. Yeah. It's just like, who's going to put in the work and who's not? Who's going to sit down to do it and who's not? And like, I think what, what a lot of people have that's skewed, and we're going to try to wrap this up. But a lot of people have oh, this weary, skewed. Weary? Yeah. God damn, dude. Yeah, well, we have the skewed. Dude, right this now. goes away with operations, all yeah. right? Hold on, hold on. <laughs> no, I'm talking right now. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> what a lot of, uh, I think what's skewed is like, people go, it's either work hard or play hard. And it's like, no, it's like you can do both. You can work hard and play hard. Like, you can work hard, and then you can also play video games if you want. Mm-hmm. You can work hard, and you can just relax for a bit if you want. It's not always grind, grind, grind. It's never like that. And people think it is. Like, people look at me and go, you work too much. I mean, in my eyes, I don't work too much, right? In my eyes, I'm a lazy sack of shit. And like, <laughs> I don't put in enough work. And that's on me, right? Are you one of those I, people who wakes up at 4 o'clock in the morning, bro? And no. And starts your day? No. I'm not, I, don't, I don't think I'm not ready no, for that. No, I, I can't. I wake up at 6, sometimes 6.40. Like, I, 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 no, I wake up at 6, and then I feel I, I'm, I'm okay with yeah, 6. Yeah, like, there's people that do do that. I just don't think it benefits me. Like, uh, you have to understand who you it are doesn't, as a person. I know, it doesn't benefit me at this point in time in my life right now. I agree. Because I think... This good results to that one thing I talked about earlier, which is like operation. You gotta see how you operate during your day. Like, what does your day look like, and how you pre- like how you operate during that day. Yeah. So like, if you wake up at four because you know you saw some dude wakes up at four because <laughs> they tell you I wake up at four o'clock in the morning because I want to maximize that day. You gotta realize what do they do during that day. That's why I wake up at four. If you don't wake up at four o'clock in the day and you don't have nothing to do until ten a.m., don't do not wake up at four o'clock in the morning. Yeah. You only really need like. Like, if you want to, like, just get things done, meditate, mm-hmm. exercise, you only really need, like, a two-hour window. Mm-hmm. A two-hour window. Yeah, if you if you wake, if you have anything to do at 10, you should just wake up at 8. Is or that, 7. Or 7. Like, 7 so is like, good. Basically, you got to have a bird's-eye view of how do you operate during your day. Mm-hmm. And then where can you fit this stuff in there? Yep. Do you need to wake up early? Then, yeah, try to wake up a little earlier. But do not be that one person who, like, I'm going to wake up at 4 because my favorite person wakes up at 4 o'clock in the morning. And he then, has a mission. He has a yeah. He, he has he has a set goal of what he wants to do, and then he has things like his booked out his whole day to yeah. do fill the goal. Rather, like you wake up at four, you have nothing to do until ten. So what are you gonna do from like four to ten? Yeah. Rather just eat, meditate, then, <laughs> meditate. Maybe go to the gym, but what, how long did that take? That's like an hour and a half right there. That right there is like an hour and a half. All right, right. If that, mm-hmm. not even that really, but like you know, like yeah. it's not gonna take that long. But I agree. I agree completely on that. A lot of people like they 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 just throw themselves in these things like oh, I'm gonna wake up at four. Wait, wait, I'm four. gonna eat egg whites every day. I'm a fucking I'm gonna eat chicken rice for every single day of my life. And it's mm-hmm. like, bro, like you are not made like that. You need you're not made like that. that. I mean, like you you might do that for about a week or two, and then you're gonna stop, and then result. That's what to- I did. You know, I, I but I go in extreme. I, I I try things just to see what I can take in. I take mm-hmm. in a lot of things. Uh, but some things I just I definitely don't take up. Like I don't wake up at four anymore because that shit was hard. <laughs> that shit was hard. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, basically what you can take from this is you know, invest into yourself. Mm-hmm. And when I say invest into yourself, invest into knowledge. Invest into like things that are gonna grow you as a person. You know, like it's okay. You can play video games. You can do all these things. If you can do all the things you enjoy, but you had to understand how to prioritize your tasks. And if you can do that, and you can. 
you can look at, at money as like a fictional item and you can try to gain an abundance of it just to make you happy and healthy, I think that's the best thing. Is if you take anything from this, happiness is, you know, attitude, abundance of wealth, and health. If you can get that, I think everyone will be fine. Oh, you yeah. just have to invest into yourself. Thank you guys for listening to today's podcast. I hope you enjoyed today's. If you guys enjoy podcasts like this, I I told Jeremy uh, you guys enjoy podcasts like this because you seem to get the most, you know, interaction. Yeah, he FaceTimed me while I was in the restroom. Yeah, I did. I did. His time game is really trash when it comes to me FaceTime. Yeah. Either I just don't respond to him or I'm just in the restroom. Yeah. So, if you guys like this, if you guys like this make sure you guys... Share it with a friend. You know, we don't run ads on this. We don't run ads on this right now. If you guys can just share, like, pay the toll. Share this to a friend if you guys find this podcast. Yeah, don't worry. We'll put this on Facebook. Hold on. I'm I'm explaining stuff. No, no. I'm going to make sure this is on. I'm going to make sure this is on. (laughs) I'm going to make sure this is on. If you guys find this useful, please share this with a friend. Uh, Let them know that, you know, you enjoy this and you agree with our goals or whatever it might be. And if you guys are watching this on YouTube and you guys like videos like this, make sure you hit the like button for the YouTube algorithm because it's going to recommend more videos like this. Not our specific probably, but other videos in general. And I want to make sure you guys get the best value out of yourself and your time. That's marketing right there, Wesley. Marketing. (laughs) So like the video for more videos like this in your YouTube algorithm. And also, if you guys haven't already, please click that subscribe button because we come out with a new video at least once a week. Sometimes not, but we'll make sure we can keep you updated on all our socials. Mm-hmm. All right, my name is Wesley Jude. My name is Jeremy. And we will see you next time on Better As We Go Podcast. See you guys later.